0: Are you tired of the non-stop hustle and grind? Welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for business owners who want success without sacrificing life. I'm Libby Langley, your host, award-winning, no BS, straight-talking business coach, Amazon best-selling author, and the queen of easy business. Join me to learn simple and practical strategies for growing your business, your profits, and your confidence, and for having fun too. Here's this week's episode... This is a very special episode and I'm really, really proud of being able to talk about this. I've been in business for 12 years. Ta-da! Celebrate with me. The day that this podcast comes out, the 30th of November, was technically my last day of employment. I'd left my job in, I don't know, September or something. I'd kind of, in all honesty, I just walked out. <laughs> being there for quite a few years. It had got to that point. And then 1st of December, that was my last day of being paid. We'd reached our negotiation. And then 1st of December, which if you're listening on day of release is tomorrow, uh, was my first day of being registered as self-employed. And oh my goodness. I mean, it's just, it's nuts. I'm really proud, I have to say, of just still being here. <laughs> of of still existing in the business world and of, I don't know, kind of going from strength to strength, really. I wanted to share with you today what I've learned from my 12 years in business, because oh my God, it's a lot. I mean, when I first started the business, I knew nothing, really, in all honesty, nothing. I knew how to run training courses. I'd run lots of those. I knew, and I was a qualified tutor, I knew how to do marketing because I'd done that in kind of all my jobs, really, I suppose. I knew how to stand up and talk in front of groups of people because I'd always done that. I knew how to be in business, you know, talk to to business owners at at all different levels, always done that in my jobs. I'd had a brief foray into self-employment, probably, I don't know, Maybe five or six years before, can't remember. Six or seven years before, I then took the plunge. I bought a franchise. I owned a franchise only for a year, but it was a, a kind of my my first experience of working for myself. And for a number of reasons, it didn't it didn't work out. And this is why I like to work with franchise owners now because I've had I have not a great experience of it, and certainly no what um what to look out for and what to be kind of mindful of as well so that's an aside but so I I, you know I didn't know anything about being self-employed right I didn't know anything and I started my business because I was just really unhappy in my job really unhappy oh my god and I weighed like seven stone 13 I was tiny I was so stressed I obviously was in I look back now obviously in some kind of horrible burnout and Yeah, it wasn't really a good time. So I'd had a bit of time off while I was going through the negotiations (laughs) with my previous employer and had during that time decided I wanted to work for myself. And so I did. And honestly, that was it, right? That was my plan. I had the skills and this experience. I had a lot of skills, you know, and I'm a very resourceful person. And not kind of afraid to give things a go. You know, I'm quite happy to to try, to have a go, to make things work, to put the effort in. But that doesn't mean I knew what I was doing. (laughs) I mean, I knew the principles that you need to register for something with HMRC here in the UK. You need to pay some tax. You need to go out and get customers. You need to invoice the customers. And then you need to deliver on what you've invoiced them for. That is... Of course, I understood. And I understood that I would need to market myself and I would need to get out there and make connections and all of that. But, I mean, that's just, you can Google that stuff, right? How it actually works is really different. Being in business is huge amounts of fun, but also, oh, my God, talk about multifaceted. Talk about needing lots of skills. And all of those you can learn. You know, all of those you can learn. But it's 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 kind of a lot. You know, it's a lot to take on because you think it's just, oh, do you know what? I'm really good at, I don't know, running dance classes for children in this company. I'm going to do it for myself. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant principle. I mean, that's kind of what I did. I, I mean, I did a management job, um, leadership Within the public sector. So I had kind of a lot of management things. But, you know, the bits that I liked were running, writing the workshops, running the workshops, doing delivery, um, doing the marketing, talking to some businesses. It's like, yeah, I'll do all that for myself. But I didn't know, I don't think, I was also going to be. <laughs> My own personal assist- assistant, my own videographer, <laughs> my own photographer, my <laughs> my own content creator, uh, 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 writing everything, accountant, oh, you know, oh, blimey, all the things all the hats and and I learned pretty fast you know I did learn pretty fast and I realize now that it's a huge skill that I can skim read something or hear someone say half half sentence and that's kind of all I need to for it to make sense for me and for me to be able to then translate it for other people so I I didn't know that this was an ability that I had I didn't recognize it it wasn't it wasn't an ability and now, now I do, you know, and I'm very grateful for it because it meant that I, I was able to fast track super fast. And that's why I'm able to help people now because I find it kind of imp- simple. It's the way that my brain works that I can understand things like that really quickly. So amazing, embrace that. But before I kind of go into too much stuff about the business side, let me just tell you how my life has changed in the last 12 years. So when I left my job... Like I say, I was seven, stone 13. Now I'm not. <laughs> I, I still haven't lost my lockdown weight. Damn you, 2020. Um, I'm also 12 years older. I'm a little bit greyer. And I'm on a different... I have a different husband. I was, you know, I was married to someone else when I gave up my job and started my business. And I'm forever grateful... I not forever grateful. But, you know, I'm very aware of the kind of privilege of that, you know, of being able to just know that we'd be all right for two or three months without me earning because there were two of us. We'd had hardly any mortgage. Oh my God, I remember those days. Never get divorced people. It's very expensive. And, you know, so I was in in a good situation back then and that allowed me to be able to do it. But saying that, what I've been through in the 12 years is... I got divorced. I got my. I bought my ex out. I've moved house four times, three times. Hold on, one, two, three times in the in that twelve years. Um, I was on my own for a few years, for three years, which was really tough. I found that I found that very tough, being on being on my own and trying to continue to run the business and keep the enthusiasm and engagement and, uh, and energy and all of that going while I was going through the divorce. Even though, you know, amicable, my decision ultimately, you know, fine, it wasn't that. It was it was just life is so different. After 15 years of being with someone to then not be with them is very, very difficult. And particularly when you you have to make all the decisions at home and all the decisions in the business. It's It's a lot to to take on really it's a lot to think about so those 3 years between husbands as i like to call it um were tough were really tough and my business did suffer during that time and the business had been extremely successful from day one i mean i i talk about the first month i was in business and i i made 127 pounds but i started in december that was in the 2 weeks before christmas right so but it very quickly became a six figure turnover business and i was really proud of that that i didn't find it particularly difficult to get to get clients, but I was working 14 hours a day. You know, I worked a lot and to try and, it was very exciting, you know, it was all very exciting. But to try and maintain that, then what, how long was it? Two years... Yeah, two years later, to try and maintain that when I was on my own was really, really difficult, really difficult. And my health suffered and my business suffered. And the the turnover stayed high, but the profitability went way down because I think I was spending to try and, you know, I don't know, doing nice things in the business to try and compensate for the fact that my personal life wasn't great and maybe my mental health wasn't great. And so that culminated actually in me taking a real step back from the business, getting rid of the staff that I had, making them redundant, which is a horrible decision to make when they're your friends, when it's your business, giving up my office that I had and going back home. And ultimately, I actually sold my house and downsized. I'd been, it was probably two and a half years after I'd split up with my ex and it was just so expensive and the pressure because of how much I had to give him we'd been in the house a long time right and the pressure of that was very very challenging so I ended up selling my house and downsizing enormously almost immediately got together with my now husband and so (laughs) who had a daughter who was I don't know how old she was then, 10, um, who stayed every other weekend. And I was working from home and he worked from home a lot. So, you know, the two bed terrace I downsized to was not big enough. So we moved again. Then there was lockdown, (laughs) all of this stuff. So it's been, I think from, you know, from easy beginnings and successful beginnings, it's not been an easy ride for me. And that's that's my personal life. And the reason I share that with you is to just to kind of let you know that, it's not always moonlight and roses. You know, what you see on social media and what's shared, what people share, doesn't actually necessarily give the full picture of what's going on behind the scenes. And yeah, for me, I had some really awful years, some some terrible years. But thankfully, that's all quite a long time ago. Now I've been with my husband for nearly seven years. We've been married for nearly four and everything's super-duper and amazing. So... What's changed kind of in the world of business? You know, a lot's changed in my world, but what's changed in the world of business? And, oh, crikey. I mean, when I first started, so I first started running social media workshops back in 2009, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn back then. And Instagram didn't even exist. You know, TikTok was not even an idea in somebody's <laughs> brain back then. And it was really easy. You know, it was kind of easy to get clients, right? You posted something on Facebook, you had clients by the weekend, and it was just less crowded, less noisy, e- much easier. Easier to get known and easier to get known if you were on the networking circuit too because, I don't know, it just wasn't all in com- as, as noisy as it is now. And so over the years, I've noticed big changes in technology, big advancements in technology. But actually, the biggest thing that I've noticed is the kind of embracing of technology. So, you know, Zoom's dead standard now. But back in the day when I was doing, working with my clients abroad who yeah, you know, doing coaching to, to clients who live one in Australia, one in Dubai, very early on. And we did it all by Skype or go-to meeting, go-to webinar. So the technology has changed. And that, you know, I look back and I think, well, that was kind of quite radical back then, actually, doing all that. I didn't think much of it. But yeah, it's it's certainly the world of business was different to how it is, how it is now. And it is this noise. This noise is different, you know? It just there's a lot of pressure now. And I think a lot of it does come from social media. I mean, the fact that social media exists in so many guises, that's that's changed, that's got noisier. And the pressure to be a six-figure business owner, be a seven-figure business owner, to hustle, to blah, 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 that didn't really exist. That just didn't exist before. But the fundamentals are the same. You know, you pick one thing, you keep talking about it over and over again, you get your fundamentals your foundations of your business sorted like your your um knowing your numbers knowing who your ideal audience is know what you want from your business all the stuff that I help my clients with and have always helped my clients with that's all the same it's the noise that you have to kind of tune out now that is different over the years it's funny i was just looking before i started to record this i was looking back at my blogs that i'd written over the years because i knew that i'd written one after four years in business. And I'll put a link in the show notes. It's not the world's greatest blog, but it's quite funny um, because, oh, bless me, you know, I was so like, I was so naive <laughs> even back then. But it's some of the things that I said, I'm just like, I would still say exactly those same things today. So, you know, I it was I'd built it up to, I'd worked a lot, worked 14 hours a day, built it up to six figures, had the staff, had the office, changed my mind, decided I didn't want it, got rid of the staff, just had one person left helping me, went home, all of this stuff that I've already said. And what I really liked doing was working one-to-one with business owners who really want to make a difference. Still would say that today. And i teach people how to stop wasting time and money. Still do that today you need to be happy the blog ends after four years and that's how many years it's eight years later exactly the same message so it's quite interesting and it's an interesting personal reflection then that the core fundamentals and the things that I like doing the business in the business are exactly the same And I've tried, you know, adding lots of bells and whistles and doing lots of different types of things in the business, different delivery vehicles, I suppose, of the way I help people over the years. But those core fundamentals haven't changed. I like working one-to-one people with people, always have done. I like teaching people and supporting people, coaching people to be better business owners, to stop wasting time, to be more efficient, to make more money. All of these things are things that I love. So it's nice to be able to reflect on the fact that I'm still true to my core beliefs and those core beliefs were genuine core beliefs because I do still live by them today all these years later even though I would say I'm you know I'm kind of a different person really I've I've changed you know I've certainly changed over the years and the way I live my life is way more chilled now way more chilled. So what else have I learned? There's lots of things understanding of how businesses operate. I've worked with, oh crikey, pretty much every sector (laughs) in some shape or form over the years from absolutely one person bands, you know, very tiny businesses. And I have worked with corporates. I have worked with corporates over the years. It's not a market that I, it's not my preferred market, but I've definitely worked with, you know, with corporates with the whole spectrum. So understand the challenges across the board. And with all sorts of different types of sectors, there isn't any one sector that kind of comes to mind as being the one that I focus on. I've worked with quite a lot of estate agents over the years. I've worked with quite a lot of franchise organisations, franchisees, franchisors over the years. And I've worked with quite a lot of coaches. They're kind of the the main ones that pop out, but there's all sorts of weird and wonderful people businesses that I've worked with, and I love that. I really like the breadth of experience that I've been able to to get. So when we talk about niching, I don't niche to a particular sector. I don't. I niche to a size of business and to what the what the achievement what the goals are, and that is absolutely. I focus on these core fundamentals of. Working less, earning more. Particularly the business foundations. So you can't grow a business unless you know what your numbers are. Yeah, and I, t- I know I'll talk about that a lot. But that's you know. So when you niche, it can be niche kind of about the way you, what you help people with. I've also had to adapt to an awful lot of things. Uh, divorce. <laughs> um, you know, then then having a a child in the house, which is not something that I ever had to do or it was any alternate weekends, but I was sharing my office with a bunk bed for a while until we moved to a much, quite a really big house. So there's room for everybody. And also, I mean, the pandemic, right? We all had to adapt to that. And even even me, who already worked at home and already did probably 90% of my work online by that point, it changed the scope of business and it added to this noise because everybody went online. So it's much harder to stand out and you needed to kind of think differently, yeah? But I think simplification is, is what wins there. Just focus on what you're doing and put your blinkers on and don't worry about anybody else. That's the best way to do it. Another thing that I've learned is that my ability to problem solve is an enormous asset. I'm very quick thinking I have 101 solutions to almost every scenario in my head somewhere. This is one of the benefits of um, you know being neuro- neurodiverse, right? It, um, neurodivergent, it just allows you to be a problem solver and be a quick thinker and to not kind of get phased. You know, give me a crisis and I thrive. So that's that coupled with the experience and the skills I've gained across the different sectors really, I know, makes me kind of unique in the coaching world I'm not a trained coach so I don't teach by any kind of formula um, like some other coaches so, so some other coaches do I certainly never bought a coaching franchise I just came from the school of hard knocks and delivered what makes a difference So that sets me apart from some other coaches. And I think that this gives me a huge amount of empathy as well with people because I can pretty much guarantee that whatever you're feeling right now, whatever problems you've got, yeah, been there, done that. And so I'm able to give practical solutions on how to get out of what you're in, how to change what you're in, how to refocus what you're in, because I've either been through it myself or I have had clients who've been through it. So I've got lots and lots of empathy and lots of experience, practical experience as well. The experience, you know, you, you can't really kind of put a figure on that or put a price on that, really. It's the, you know, to have worked with towards 6,500 business owners, you know, every single person I've ever worked with has said at least one sentence that's been stored in my brain for use for, for future and be that a problem that I can solve or, ah, they said it like that, so perhaps we can put that with that, and that with that, and it makes something magical. So my brain is um, <laughs> my EFT coach. She said that my mind, my brain, is like the mind palace in um, in Sherlock Holmes. You know where he, do you know where it me where he's he's looking at. You know he's moving things around and accessing resources, and that's that's what my brain is like. And I know that 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 is just. It's just really something special and I should be more proud of it and more kind of vocal about it, I think, because other people just aren't like that. So other coaches just can't kind of access that resource like that because they're not wired like that. And it just is the way it is, but I'm very, very grateful for it. Something else that's really helped me over the years is networking, building networks. I know lots and lots of people who can do lots and lots of useful things. So if anybody's looking for somebody to provide them with a service then chances are I'll know someone or know someone who knows someone and that's really useful and it gives me a really good supportive network which has been one of the most important things I think in business is having this community having this network having this like space full of other like-minded business owners where we can support each other and draw on each other's skills and experience been absolutely worth doing I've networked for I don't know 20 years so I've built up, up this kind of mental roller decks of hundreds of, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of useful and interesting and fun people. No, And I've also always invested in myself. So I've always been to conferences, particularly in the States. First one was early 2013. So I'd only been in business just over a year and met lots of people there and learned lots of things. And I've just recently joined a new mastermind because I need to keep investing in myself and I need to make sure I keep myself on track because we can all go off on tangents, right? So investing in yourself is such an important thing to do. And this is all part of building your strong client relationships, I think, all this experience. And what's interesting is that I have people coming, wanting to work with me who I've known for years. So just today, at the time of recording, I've had someone who has signed up to work with me who I first met probably a decade ago. She came on a few funded workshops that I ran years and years and years ago. I ran them over seven years, but it's years since I first met her. And now she's just come to work with me so this client relationship this experience this longevity it really pays off it really does pay off you've just got to kind of stay in it for the long game yeah because this stuff this stuff works over time if you're there and you're consistent with things and i i the thing the best thing for me i think and the thing that i am really so proud of is that i'm kind of still here and i'm still helping people and every day i'm getting better and better and better at what i do and even launching launching this podcast coming up for a year ago is just another another kind of string to my bow. And it just shows how much I've grown over the years as a business owner. And it might be a slow ass journey, right? You might have been in business for two years and think, well, I've already done all of those things. But I don't know, for me, it's like I've taken my time. I've got better and better and better. And everything I've learned, I've implemented with clients. And I've kind of proven that I can do what I think I think I do. And that's really nice for me. It gives me gives this solid foundation. And I have zero, zero question over whether I can help you and support you in your business because I know for a fact I, I can because of everything that I've said. So you can take advantage of this, right? I'm here. I mean, obviously you can listen to my podcast, which you do. Yay, thank you. I love that you're here. But I wrote a book called Life in Business, Easy Ways to Work Less, earn more and embrace true happiness. So you can buy that book on Amazon. There's a link in the show notes too. And that will kind of give you a guide on things, ways that you can make your business better. So there's that, you can tap into that. And that's born out of all these years of experience. Or you can book a strategy session with me. We can work together. We can work together for a whole 12 months if you want to, but you can start by booking a one-off short strategy session. Um, Again, link in the show notes. It's a Zoom call where we will go through what you're stuck on and I will give you solutions to that and I'll give you a roadmap on how to move forward to the next step. And I can do these because I've been in business for 12 years because I've worked with over nearly 6,500 people, because I've been through the school of hard knocks and through all the shit that life throws at you and the tough times in business. And I've seen the changes and I've seen the trends come and go. And I'm still here and I use all of that learning and skill and experience to help you. And I hope and hope and hope that I'm still going to be doing this in another 12 years and that I'm going to be... Oh, maybe I will have retired by then. But you understand what I'm saying. (laughs) Doing it in another 12 years and loving it as much as I do now. So thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for being part of this journey. It really means a lot. And if you want to book a strategy session, the link is in the show notes and the book is available on Amazon called Life in Business. So lots of love. Thanks for being part of the journey and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.